is the Hear Me Out CC podcast, a place to hear stories from the deaf and hard of hearing people and from your host, Ahmed Khalifa. Hearing privilege. What is that? What is hearing privilege? And can we get some examples, please? I'm guessing it's not something that people know about or hear about, no pun intended, or even just think that it exists. But actually, it does exist. Just like everything else in terms of gender or ethnicity or anything like that, there is hearing privilege as well. That does exist. And I know some people out there will not be very comfortable with the word privilege, but I just want to clarify something right now. So don't even think about twisting it because I just want to get over this uncomfortable thing that we have about the word privilege. Let me just clarify what I mean. The word privilege is not about having an easy life. That's not what it's about. It's just about appreciating what you have and that thing that you have will give you a head start over people in marginalized community, in marginalized groups. So in this case, when I'm talking about hearing privilege, I'm talking about having a head start over the non-hearing people, deaf, hard of hearing, deaf, blind, deafened, any of these. And let's face it, there are advantages over being hearing in this hearing world that we live in. I'm sure you can think of certain privileges you have in your life that will give you a head start. And we should all do that. We should all stop, take a minute and think about what that thing is you have that will give you a head start over other people. It's about having self-awareness. It's about appreciating what you have. And it's about being grateful of what you have. It's not about you have an easy life. Even for me, I have talked about deaf privilege. Yes, I have certain things that I will have over either hearing people or people who are profoundly deaf or people who are sign language users. All of these, I have privilege as well, as well as other things like being a male or living in a country where I have free healthcare, all these things. And even for other people who are deaf and they are capital D deaf, as we call them, or cultural deaf, they will have their own thing because they have deaf gain, where they believe that by being deaf, they have an advantage over other people. So if we can do that, then hearing people can also think about their own privileges, as well as other things. I just want to talk about hearing privilege. I hope that makes sense. So yeah, let's not get too uncomfortable about it. And I believe that it applies to everyone, but it's just that if you are already in a marginalized group, then the privileges that other people have will be even more life-changing compared to the other way around, for example. Before sharing some of my own examples of what privileges that hearing people have over me, don't forget that I have my own Patreon page where I will be talking about this topic in a little bit more detail and talk about how I get around those advantages that people have over me because they're hearing. You know, it's not all a bad thing. There are certain things that I can adjust to make it my way, certain things that makes it more difficult, but I will talk about it more on my Patreon page. You can check it out in the description and you can support this channel and the content that I'm creating and also get to increase deaf awareness. So here are some examples that hearing people will have over me when it comes to various things in my life. So for example, going to social events or gathering. So for hearing people, they don't have to worry about is it going to be in a quiet place? Is it going to be too noisy? Am I going to be able to hear people? Is it going to be in a place where I will be able to communicate with easily other people? 
Am I going to be able to sit in a dinner table or a restaurant and not worry about the surrounding noise and I'm able to have a comfortable situation? I don't have that. No, I have to think about many, many things ahead of time and whether it's worth going or not. And if I do go, I have to plan things ahead. Going to conferences is one thing for me that I struggle with. Hearing people, you don't have to worry about whether you'll be able to do the same thing. Communicate with people, networking. And obviously by networking, you will have maybe certain advantages over people because you're able to build relationship and maybe pick up clients and customers. And of course, you'll be able to listen to speakers speaking very well. You don't have to worry about, oh, is it going to be captioned? Is there going to be interpreters? Whereas for me, I have to think about even whether to go at all. And if I do go, I have to think about, is there a quiet room? Is there going to be live caption available? Are there going to be situations where I will be able to talk to people in a quiet environment? Most likely there isn't. So that is something that I will have to think about. And in, in some cases, I just don't go because of these disadvantages. Simple things like listening to podcasts. People like hearing people, they don't have to worry about whether they can hear or not. You listen to it anytime, anywhere, in most situations, unless the audio is terrible, then in most situations, you'll be able to access just about any podcast in the world. That's not the case for me. Now, granted, I do listen to some podcasts, but it's either because the audio quality is very, very good, or I'm in a quiet environment and I use like a noise cancelling headphone to listen, or because there are transcripts available, but most podcasts don't have transcripts. So we are limited in a way that you will not have because you're able to access more or less any podcast in the world. And it's just nice to have that option, isn't it? Going to mainstream schools and universities, there are certain things that I have to keep quiet about. If I'm struggling internally, sometimes you just have to cope with it. Sometimes you just have to deal with it. If there isn't support, then you just have to deal with it. And people will look at, oh, you didn't get a good grade as you expected, or you thought maybe that person thinks that you should be doing better work, but you don't understand what you're going through. Well, that's an ongoing thing, a daily thing for many of us. But of course, for hearing people, you can go to university or school and not worry about support or access to information, being able to hear the teachers or lecturers, being able to access anything you want. And you don't have to worry about that. And even simple things like being able to access whatever movie that you want to go to when you go to the cinema. You don't have to worry about accessing them because it's there, it's available at a time that is very, very flexible. And you don't have to worry about whether it's captioned or not. Because for me, I want to think about the times when they are captioned. But because I have to look for those times, they tend to be very limited. They're not very flexible and you don't have a lot of options. And also on top of that, you don't have a lot of time because they maybe release first couple of months, it's captioned, and after that it disappears. So we will have limited option compared to a person being able to pretty much go to whatever movie you want to go watch. And that is also quite nice to have, isn't it? There are so many other examples that I can tell you about. The common ones that I don't go through, but other people do. So for example, a very common hearing privilege is that a person who's learning sign language has very basic skills and attempt to learn how to sign some music, some song, something that they enjoy doing. Most commonly, it will be music. And they sign it, most often it will be something that they're learning so they're not fluent, they don't know how to do it properly and there are mistakes in it. 
However, that person, when they share it on social media, it gets loads of engagement and likes and shares and comments and things like, you are amazing, I love this, this is so inspiring, all these things. But when a person who is deaf, who is maybe fluent in sign language or grew up with sign language and attempts to do exactly the same thing, yet it's accurate and perfect, but nobody really appreciates it. They don't get as much engagement because... Well, it's nothing special, is it? This is so common, really, really common. And probably the biggest issue that people are having right now is sign language learners. And they are portraying it out in the internet, but there are a lot of mistakes and issues with that. And that can be quite dangerous. Another example, which I've personally heard of as well, is when people like myself request captions on videos and hearing people complain because it's distracting or whatever excuses that they have. And there are many excuses. These are just some of the examples that I have provided and other people have experienced. And there are so many more. And if you want to see more, and I urge you to look at those examples. There is a post put together by Professor John Krushkin, who I have interviewed on a podcast before. And he is a proud deaf person who even has a PhD in it. And he put together so many examples in different scenarios of when a hearing person will have certain advantages over a deaf person. Some of them are very simple and make sense, but others you don't really think about it. So for example, you might think that at home, you don't have to worry about communicating with your parents or other people in your household because you have the same language and it's fine. But for a deaf child and hearing parent, there are expectations that hearing parents expect the deaf child to speak or they don't even put in the effort to learn sign language, which means that there are language barriers and there are division and the deaf child will become isolated and not just saying that lightly. So that's just one example and there are so many more examples. I'll put the link in the description. You must check it out. It really will open your eyes about what advantages you have by being hearing in this hearing world over deaf and hard of hearing people. I hope that makes sense and I hope this will also tell you that this is not a criticism of what you have. I have privileges, you will have privileges. It's just about acknowledging it and appreciating it and also being aware of that when you are around other people who are deaf or hard of hearing and just being a bit aware about, oh, they will have certain things that will not be able to access, but I can access that exact same thing. So it's just being aware of it and then that will also make you more deaf aware and make you realize, you know what? I have it easy because of this, but what can I do to support this person so that that person can have the same thing as I do? That's it. I mean, if you go to the cinema and you go to watch whatever movie that you want, well, then I would like to have the same option as well, but I don't. Just about acknowledging that because you do have an advantage over certain things in personal life, in your career, in business, whatever it is, and just appreciate it. Let me know what you think about this and has it opened your eyes? Have you got any more examples that I have not talked about or mentioned anywhere? I'd love to hear them in the comment below. Don't forget as well to make sure you subscribe and like and just share it if this is something that resonates with you. I'd really, really appreciate it. In the meantime, I will speak to you again soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Hear Me Out CC podcast courtesy of hearmeoutcc.com.